He has Sambhara. Of all these yamanas. Kommate. By which way? Haive. Nishtara. Will be delivered. Tahara the cause of such deliverance. Nandekiya, I do not see. Eduka Akara, it is my great unhappiness. Translation and purport by the Divine Grace of Prabhupada. How will these yagnas be delivered? To my great unhappiness, I do not see any way. Purple. This verse reveals the significance of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance as the Nipapa, the deliverer of the fallen souls. Srila Narayanandasakur sings, Patita Pavana Hekutab Avatar. O my Lord, you have appeared just to deliver all fallen souls. Most of the And among all the fallen souls, I am the lowest. How Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was always thinking about the deliverance of the fallen souls is shown by the statement, Apar, it is my great unhappiness. This statement indicates that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna Himself, is always very unhappy to see the fallen souls in the material world. Therefore, he himself comes as he is, or he comes as a devotee in the form of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to deliver love of Krishna directly to the fallen souls. Namo Mahabharata Krishna Prayatana Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is so merciful that he not only gives knowledge of Krishna, but by his practical activities teaches everyone how to love Krishna, Krishna, Prema, Dayate. Those who are following in the footsteps of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu should take the Lord's mission most seriously. In this age, the Kali people are gradually becoming less than animals. Nevertheless, although they are eating the flesh of cows, in her envious of the medical culture, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is considering how to deliver them from this horrible condition of life. Thus he asked all Indians to take up this mission. Instead, condemn it in so many ways. 
starting to say that these people trying to find fault with us mean unnecessary enemies of our activities, although we are trying to the best of our ability to introduce Christian consciousness directly into the countries of the Yahweh's and Malachis, such Yahweh's and Malachis are coming to us and becoming purified Vaishnavas who follow the footsteps of Shikhtani Mahaprabhu. One who identifies himself as a follower of Shikhtani Mahaprabhu should feel like Shikhtani Mahaprabhu who said, Ida Sarkara on my how will all these Yahweh's be delivered? Sri Mahaprabhu was always anxious to deliver the fallen souls because their fallen condition gave him great unhappiness. That is the platform on which one can propagate the mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Srila Prabhupada Kivara Om
books were helping people understand that they're not normal, they're diseased, and they got to do something about it. And Srila Prabhupada is so expert, he's such a, a, a pure Vaishnava that he was able to convince so many conditioned souls, even in the Western countries, that they're diseased. And they should give up this disease. Such a great question. You know, there was this verse in the Jacob in the that the name of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will be spread in every town and village throughout the world. So there is a disciple of Sri Bhakti Sadhana Sarasvatapur who read this verse back in the 1930s and he couldn't understand how it was possible that the name
revealing one's mind and confidence, inquiring. So, so Krishna also reveals his heart. So he's revealing it here. What gives him the most pleasure is to give this message out to others. So the people can become happy. They don't know what happiness is. And also so Krishna can become relieved of the pain that he's feeling, seeing his parts and partial suffering so much. It's like, you know, a devotee is part of Kukuduki. He sees others suffering and he gives pain. That, that comes from Krishna. He sees others suffering and he gives pain. He doesn't like to see it. So, this mission of Krishna consciousness is to try to help as many people as possible come under the shelter of Krishna again. Nehaya karma dharmaya, nandi ragaya kapati, the tirupada sevaya jivana kutabodhi sahaba. It's described in Bhagavatam that if one's work does not bring one to dharma, if one's dharma does not bring one to renunciation, and if one's renunciation does not bring one to devotional service, one is considered to be dead, although breathing. If one's work does not bring one to Dharma, if one's Dharma does not bring one to renunciation, if one's renunciation does not bring one to devotional service, one is considered to be dead or believe. In other words, what this verse is saying is that most people are dead. They're breathing, but they're dead. As he was walking, 
there was there was little ice puddles. Little water covered with ice. And he was walking, he would take his hand, he would break the ice. And he would walk a little bit more and he would break the ice with his hand. He would walk a little bit more and break the ice. And the devotee thought maybe there was some message here. The devotee was walking with him. And Prabhupada, he asked Prabhupada, why are you doing this? And Prabhupada said that the natural position of the soul is that it's, it's warm and it's soft. The heart is natural, naturally warm and soft. But because of having come in contact with mind, the heart has become cold and hard. So I've come to smash that. To help them have the natural of being warm and soft. Prabhupada was like a very soft, soft hearted and very warm, very friendly. Said to Prabhupada that I might as well keep going, but bring down the point also. Prabhupada was very kind, very compassionate, and therefore he he did please Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu more than anybody else. It's like when Sri Lavaki Thakur, when he first met Sri Prabhupada, he said, You're young and intelligent, you should go to the West and you should preach this message to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Amazing, two Shakuri Shadokars come together. Amazing things happen. <laughs> so Prabhupada challenged that we are under British rule, who will listen to our message? And he said, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati he said, the spreading of Krishna consciousness is not dependent on some political adjustments. Not necessary. This message can be preached in any circumstance. And then Prabhupada did. He first met him in 1922. And then he did this service in 1965, 43 years later. That's a wonderful result. So Prabhupada, he, he went, as I mentioned here in the, in the purple, he went to the land of the Lechas and the Yadamas and convinced them to give up their sinful activities. And dedicate their life to also spreading Christian consciousness. Millions and millions and millions of books have been distributed all over the world by people who used to be dominant and malicious. Just like in the Bible times, it said that the worst thing is a doggy. But worse than a doggy is a Son, you come in the body that was 
partially diluted. And then at one point, Srila Prabhupada in 1971, 1971, he wrote to the temples in America and told them to send devotees to India because he started the India projects. Bombay, uh, Mayapur, Vrindavan, they needed some help. Send good men. To Boston Temple, they sent one good man. His name was Giriraj Brahmachari at that time. And he was the son of this wealthy man, millionaire. So the father of Giriraj was very pained find out that his son was moving to India, the only son. So it was so painful for him that he decided that him and his wife were going to fly to India and try to convince him to go back to America. So he flew into Bombay and Kiriraj, Brahmachari, and picked him up, and immediately trying to convince him to go back to America. He said, no, no, I want to stay here in Bombay. Thank you. So he could see that, that he was determined to stay. So then he, later on he came up with an idea. Maybe I can get the sympathy of Shiva Prabhupada. So he went to Jiraj and he said, you know, I, I, I'd like to speak your spiritual master. And he said, oh, that would be wonderful. All the way. So the meeting was arranged, Srila Prabhupada was there with Giriraj, his father and his mother, and the servant was also there. So Giriraj Maharaj's father said, you know this disciple of yours, he's my only son. And he's living here in India on the other side of the planet. It's very painful, very difficult for me and my, and my wife. Please can you send him back to America? So Prabhupada was very intelligent, very warm, very soft, very intelligent also. <laughs> so he looked over to Giriraj, Dhammachari, and he said, he said, do you want to go back to America? He said, no Prabhupada, I want to stay here with you. So Prabhupada looked at the parents and he said, what can I do? You don't want me to force him, do you? And he said, no. They, they, they had him surrendered that he was going to stay in India for some time. So they spoke for some time longer, and the Prabhupada came up with an idea. He said, Giriraj, why don't you go with your parents to the foothills of the Himalayas? Hari or some nice resorts there. Spend five days with them, give them some of your association. And Giriraj really said, yes, I do. The parents were very happy with them, so everybody walked away happy. They went there to spend some time, and they went back to Bombay. And Giriraj wanted them to get some more association with Shiva Prabhupada. So they did that, and they went and spoke to Shiva Prabhupada. Just light talking, Prabhupada wasn't preaching, he was being a nice gentleman. Spoke to him for about an hour, and they were laughing. And then when they when the parents left, the servant, Srila Prabhupada, he looked at Srila Prabhupada and he said, 
United States. The money could all go down in relation, they would get different shoes. They would, a hundred <laughs> times, they would beat their heads. And then Prabhupada heard about that and he said, no, 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 no,
So when we eat, we don't just eat, we honor the chocolate. And this is also hearing Bhagavatam, hearing Chaitanya Charitamrita. This is honoring Prashadam. This is Prashadam. This is the mercy of Krishna. And when we go out and distribute books, we're distributing Prashadam. I've heard you also have, you distribute four lakhs of plates of Prashadam every day here. Very well, very nice. And also, you, you distribute so much Prashadam in the form of Prabhupada's books. Also very auspicious. A lot of shopping going on here in New Delhi. So we honor the shopping. We don't just eat, we honor the shopping. When Prabhupada would take the shopping, he apparently always do it by himself. Nobody else would be there. 99% of the time he would eat by himself. He would honor the shopping. It was Seva. Prashad Seva. Sleeping. We shouldn't sleep too much. Prabhupada said six, seven hours, seven hours max. And Prabhupada, before he would take us, he would tell his disciple, Mr. Now I'm going to waste time. How many of us think like that before we take us? Now I'm going to waste time. That's Prabhupada. Pure Vaishnava. So what this book distribution is, is we're trying to wake people up. Now they're sleeping. Prabhupada said in India, the problem is they're pretending to sleep. If someone is actually sleeping, you shake them, then they wake up. But if someone is pretending to sleep, you shake them, and they don't wake up. Because they're pretending. Although now, somehow, India is where Krishna consciousness is, is, is blooming like anything. I think almost half of the books in the world are being distributed in India. And a huge percentage of them are just being distributed here in New Delhi. So, very auspicious. So, Prabhupada's mercy is very much enveloping India. Now. But when Prabhupada was here, very few books were going out, and very few. In fact, nobody was joining. But now, Prabhupada's nurse is standing here in India. It's not difficult, actually, for someone to, be, to become favorable to Christian consciousness here in India. In the West, it's very difficult. Because in Christian countries, or Muslim countries, but here, that is very easy, you know, people already believe in Krishna, they have some understanding of Krishna and Lord Brahm, although the understanding is a little fuzzy. Just like in the, in the educational system here in India, they say that, that Ram and Krishna and the Shringas is all, uh, what do they call it, mythology. Uh, so then they teach. So divine, teaching that, that the, the absolute truth is Matthalam. So divine. But still, even though there's so much propaganda, still so much faith is there in people in India. It's amazing that the, the British, they try 
so much to shape the faith of the people of India, bringing Christianity in. But they did a little bit. The Muslims also, they came. They also couldn't shape very, very a little bit. Some became Muslims, some became Christians. But what is, is shaping the, the faith <coughs> of the people of India more than anything else is television, TV, terror, colleagues and going right into everybody's home. I heard one statistic recently that faculty, around 95% of the people in India they have a TV, but only three and four have a bathroom and a toilet in their home. But they have a TV, no toilet, they have a TV. So it's, uh, we had a, a big challenge. Robert said in the report that the greatest challenge that anyone will face in life is to become a pure Vaishnava. Great challenge. Because Maya is so strong. Mo's nation is very strong. So it's a big challenge also to try to convince people to take up Krishna consciousness. But it's happening. All over the world, people are joining. The Prabhupada even said, he said, even if all of you leave, even if everybody is gone loose, not one left, pretty scary God. <laughs> Still, it will begin again. It will start up again because the books are out there. I'll tell you one nice story in this regard. In Russia, one man, he got a book. Science itself the other day. And he read the book and he was very inspired. He was like extremely impressed. And he read someplace in the books there. That book, he also got a, he got a couple other books there. He read in one of the books that it's very important that this knowledge be distributed to others. It is what is most needed in society. So this person was so inspired by Prabhupada's books that he went to the to a printing shop and he had a hundred SSRs printed out. Very expensive, you know. If you distribute them, I mean, if you print out fifty thousand, it's cheap. But you only you only print out a hundred, that's expensive. So he printed them out and he was selling them in the city where he was. So while he was distributing the books and getting donations, another Shantan book came up. They said, Oh, hardcore, which temple are you from? And the person said, Temple? You mean there's temples? Yeah, there's temples. What do you mean? You don't know there's temples? You're shooting books, you don't know there's a temple? And yeah, I, I just read in the books and we should distribute the numbers. So I printed out some books. So that's why I'm shooting. I never 
But for a lot of people, that's too much. Because you know, they're working all over the week and then they want to break it all over the week. So then you start this monthly Sankirtan festival where the, all the congregational devotees and all the temple devotees, they go out once a month and it should be great. And the result is, is that it lifts the whole atmosphere of the temple to a very high level, to a very ecstatic level. So maybe that's possible here also. You're already in the book distribution, but what do you say? Once a month, everybody goes out and distributes books. Sounds good, huh? Yeah? How do you want? That will increase book distribution. That will increase the consciousness of the devotees here, understanding the importance of book distribution. When problem was on the planet, everybody went out on Saturday. Whether you were a cook or a BBT trustee or, or your temple president, your Pajari, everybody went out on Saturday. Huh? There's another cell phone. Got to shoot about what he did. So, <clears throat> I think that'd be very auspicious here in New Delhi to increase book distribution. So, today is an auspicious day. This is the appearance day of Shyamananda. Appearance edition. Appearance day. Now, Shyamananda was actually uh, one of the first book distributors. Because he was instructed by Jiva Goswami, Narakandas Thakur, Syamananda Prabhu, and Srinivas Acharya. The three of them were instructed by Jiva Goswami to take all the books of the Goswamis to uh, There was no copy. It's just those one, that one copy. That was it. They wanted to copy. Right? So they were, this is a big mission. So they had all the books on this bullock cart. Taking them. What a trip that was. In Vrindavan. And now we. So there was one uh, road King, who was a grand rogue thief. So he would rob people as they were coming through his, his uh, kingdom. And he got word from one of his astrologers that a great treasure is coming. Priceless treasure is coming with these sages.
before fastening it, Krishnadas reverently touched it to his forehead. Then left a new tilak. This left a new tilak, which now distinguishes all of Samananda's followers. So rejoicing over Krishnadas' transcendental fortune, Sri Jiva Goswami awarded him the name of Samananda. One who pleases Sri Matarani or the servant of Samasundar Krishna. Sometimes after Riyadikanda is disappearing, he, he reappeared and he came telling Samananda to preach. So the Hakam was foremost disciple, Vasikananda, Samananda profusely spread the worship and service of Lord Nityananda all over Vrishna. Twenty-four hour kirtan surrounds Samananda's Pushpa Samani which is located on the opposite side of the street, running between Radha Samasundar and Radha Damodar temples. Wasn't there one more? I don't see the uh, place. We didn't say the place here. Yeah. So, Prabhupada asked him, so how much you sold it for? He said, 